What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's 2020. Okay. Uh, all right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I forgot. We're right. Because, well, right. Technically, no. It's it's still December. It's like early December. Happy, happy New Year. Yeah, it's early December 2019 right now. But when this comes out, it'll have been the new year will have happened. And Your birthday will have happened? I'm a year older. We had Christmas, all of those things. So uh, we just wanted to pop on here and say Happy New Year. Um, Bridie is currently somewhere else in the world, probably on her way down to LA. Yep. Because a week from today, I'll be packing my bags to meet you down in Los Angeles. Mm. Um, uh, but uh, we're going we're gonna to throw it to a, a host episode this week uh, that we recorded in December. Um, we had a lot of fun with it. Uh, we had a... A real hefty brain boner about <laughs> shit we don't know too much about. Nope. Um, but we put in our two cents. We gave it a good old 
the college good, try. Good old college try. And uh, and so, yeah, it's going to be a really fun episode this week. We're really excited to be back uh, from our little two-week break. Um, but before we throw it to this week's episode, before we get into the new year... We'd uh, like to thank yeah, let's everyone it. who came to our holiday orgy. A.K.A. everyone who supported us on Patreon. We got a whole list of you and... Um, some of you are no longer patrons. Uh, this this has been a, a, a bit of a long time coming, but we're really glad you could all make it to the orgy. And we'd like to give you a special shout out just to uh, say thanks. Shall we? Jerry Lynn Pompana. Sandra Champagne. Mel. Sherry Bento. Chris Gallig. Big Butt Loves Smut. Landa Fox. Melinda Foster. Melinda Foster. God, that sounds like... Uh... Is that someone famous? That sounds like a famous name. Joe Sims. Amy McDonald. Lindsay Sample. Oh, Isaac, I love you, Lindsay. Isaac Freesia. Maddie Paquette. Jessica Willingham. Sarah Crosby. Melanie. Haley Blackburn. Jacqueline Addison. Catherine. Sarah Ann Goldnowvog. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Jessica Lee. Laura Lynn Niece. Amy Prescott. Good Idea Factory. Jane. Kelsey Phillips. Love you, Kels. Diana Pearson. Love you, Diana. Ariana Shard. <laughs> Ariana Shard in her pants. Allie Jewell. Daniel Schultz. Jennifer Moore. Matt Sherman. Allie Brunant. Leah Stahl. Charlotte. Kara Guerin. We're almost there, folks. Caitlin Johnson. Carly. Rin. Colin and Molly. Rin? Rhine? Rhine? Rin? Rhine. Colin and Molly. Brianna Griffiths. Courtney and Tavis. Love you guys. Allie Coy. G-S-R. What do you think that stands for? Good soaking rags. Yeah. Yep. Sonia Orlando. Sean and Kaylee. Ting. Good friend. Good friend Ting. Amanda Mullaren. Lisa Don Hamilton. JJ, um, we owe you a postcard. Can you please send me your mailing address? I've emailed you several times. Come on, Jay. Give us your mailing address. We swear it's not anthrax. We, Emily. Uh, Kirsten Flowers. Kirsten Flowers. Captain Ann Kinkaju. Taylor Sowiak. And here we go. Jillian Smith. And B. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming to our giant fucking orgy. Remember that time that... Um, that Amanda put her finger in Ryan's butthole and he wasn't expecting it during that orgy. Yeah, and GSR um, brought sushi and mm. everyone loves sushi at I, an orgy. Yeah, it's a great orgy snack. Mm -hmm. uh, well, thank you all so much for your support on Patreon. Uh, whether you're currently active or a former patron, um, we, again, the, you know, the fact that um, I'm, I'm going to be meeting Bridie in LA next week wouldn't, wouldn't be possible. Everything to do with your support. Uh, literally everything. Like 100% of that mm -hmm. is is 100% of that goes to us being able to go to meet other people. So thank you all so much. Um, we hope you enjoy the first episode of 20 fucking 20. Also, in case anything really horrible happened in the world uh, since we recorded this, uh, we didn't know, you know. and uh, We if, did the... Best we could, if knowing the world what we is knew. burning, then uh, stay indoors, hunker down, be safe, listen to the podcast with the people that you love and that are still alive today. Um, and uh, we'll, <laughs> and you know, if you'd like to become a patron, <laughs> hey, you know, yeah, if the internet's not down yet, uh, go to patreon.com/slash turn me on.
Um, and if you sign up to be a patron before the end of January, we'll send you my Christmas present to the patrons, which was a reading of my journal from 1992 to two, uh, 1997 to 2019. It's many, many, many volumes. Uh, all right. We love you. We hope you enjoy this week's episode and we hope you enjoy the rest of the year with us. It's going to be 2020 is going to be fun. Uh, we will see y'all on the other side. Are you ready? I'm ready to love you. Because it looks like you're peeling eggs. <laughs> Is that a metaphor or something? No, you're literally peeling an egg. You know what? I was really, really gassy in my sleep last night. Probably because you're eating all these fucking no, eggs. No, I'm not. But I, Dude, I, eggs I, make you fart, especially hard-boiled eggs. I haven't eaten an, an egg in oh, weeks. God, eat that thing. This is making me sick. It actually... Hard-boiled eggs. Look, I know that lots of people enjoy it them. Sense. It makes sense to eat eggs on your period because it's... You, Fuck, here we go. Because you're eating... Yeah, what are you dipping it in there? Salt. You're okay. eating You're eating a period. Oh, Jesus Christ. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't... You're eating unfertilized... Yeah, but that, does, that has nothing to do with your period. That doesn't help your period. You know when you go out into nature and you find something wild, like maybe a wild carrot, and you cut it horizontally and you look at it and you go, this looks like an eye. And someone goes, it's good for your eyesight. You can tell by the way the core of this carrot resembles an eye. You know what? The only time I don't get annoyed when I hear that is when it's a little kid who just heard it for the first, like who must have just heard it within the year. And then they say, like, I eat, the ca- my, I eat these carrots. They're good for my eyes. They are. No, they're not. You have the vitamins oh, in them. Oh, stop it. Get out of here. It's are, science. Are you you got me? to appreciate science. Babe, I do appreciate I appreciate science so much. Well, you get your. You don't like carrots, so you get your vitamin A, which. Yeah. Alexa, are carrots good for your eyes? Here's what I found on reference.com Carrots contain vitamin A which is a nutrient that can benefit the eyes, according to All About Vision. Vitamin A is a group of antioxidants that can help to protect the cornea, or surface of the eye. Without vitamin A, the photoreceptors' outer segments can begin to deteriorate, which can also alter vision, notes Duke Medicine. Fuck me. Thanks, Siri. Wow. Don't and, No, those, that's not, that's not Siri, that was Alexa. Oh, Alexa. Don't, don't say it too loud, she'll... Start listening. Yeah. Um, wow. How about that? Carrot target for your eyes. You know, I do know something. I eat my carrots now. Get good for my eyes. <laughs> I think anything with yellow or orange has that that um, vitamin A. Vitamin in A. It. Yeah. So like yeah. orange peppers. Yeah. So what's the science behind uh, eating eggs while you're shedding eggs? <laughs> I kind of just made that up. Yeah, I but know. I feel like I feel like maybe there's iron in eggs, and if you're bleeding. Uh, like a lot, then you probably need to up your iron. I don't know. I'm just making that up, but I bet it. I bet. You bet. Hey, Alexa. <laughs> do eggs have iron in them? According to an Amazon customer, 
Great question. Yes. One large boiled egg contains approximately 0.6 milligrams of iron. Yes. Man, oh man. Yeah, yeah, thank you, miss. She's on point. According I'm going to have to go re-record all of her answers in post because we're yeah. not picking it up. But, but she, she, she's fucking on it. Yeah. That was weird that according to a, a customer on Amazon. Yeah. That, yeah. That was the first time I've heard that. It must have been asked enough that like, I have no idea. That Amazon, is Amazon selling eggs? <laughs> Amazon sells everything. Let's not, let's not get started on Amazon. Amazon, okay. people hate Amazon. It's a rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of was just making that up about the eggs, but I don't, I have a weird relationship with eggs. Like I, um, I've really always been revolted by eggs my whole life. I, I am still like a little bit. You don't, there's and, no point in whispering to her. Rose, go lay down. I just don't know what to do because her face is right in my face I and know. I love it. Rose, lay down. Uh, uh, on your bed. Good girl. My nephew was here last night. Um, Oliver, Elizabeth brought Oliver over yep. and she, Rose could not stop licking his face. <laughs> Did he like it? He didn't hate it, but he didn't really know what That's, to do. I, that, that is the exact answer I was expecting you to say, was that he just didn't know what was he happening. He didn't know what to do about it. But he has a dog like that at home, so I, he's used to it. But he wasn't scared, which is good. Oh, my God. I love that boy. Babe, um, you were saying something. Uh, about eggs. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. yeah I you're always, you're I always revolted by them. eggs. I always was revolted by them. And then... And then How'd you get over that? Because, man, I'm, I'm telling you, when I'm, I'm not joking. When I looked at you just now... Thank fuck you're done. I have but one more. I, no, fuck me. <laughs> when I was watching you eat that egg, not I didn't technically gag, but I had the like, I had the subtle gag reflex, like deep in your core, deep in my deep in my gut. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I can eat eggs, but I, but they have to be prepared in a very specific way, and they have to be drowning in hot sauce. I also have to eat eggs only in a specific way. I can't eat eggs that other people have made. I have to eat, make them myself. What about a restaurant, though? No. Really? Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I'll eat them if like if the someone's holding the gun to my head. I'll eat them. Right. But I find them gross. Interesting. So find weird. Very- hey. Hey, Rose. You're kind of ruining our 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 vibe here. On your bed. So lay down or else... No. Lay we'll down. Lay you down. Stay. One second. <coughs> okay. This is why I shouldn't have children because you can't just pin them to the floor like that. You can't hold their head and butt against the ground and just say, stay. <laughs> no, I don't think you're allowed to do that with kids. No. Oh, well. All right. So eggs... Um, um is, did you have more there? Did you want to talk about eggs some more? No, but you know how the reason that I kind of brought well, I was eating the eggs and then I was also going to talk about how I was kind of gassy in my sleep last night has right. nothing to do with eggs cuz I haven't eaten eggs in weeks, but um I am I did get my period like 2 days early. So I've been laying awake the last two nights um writhing in pain as you do um when you have a period. And I, last night, for whatever reason, I was just like, kept like passing wind while I was sleeping. What's wrong with you? Why don't you like the word fart? I hate it. It's like fart, yurt. You're farting. It's like yurting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't like yurt? I don't like fart. And sure, um, let's, we'll stick with passing wind. I was passing wind a lot. And, uh, and I, it's Were like Were they noisy p- wind yes, passes? Yeah. 
Because when I hear passing wind, this is what I hear in my head. Right? So if you were doing this, you were farting. It was, That's called it wasn't a that. fart. That's, that was like a wet, gross fart. Okay, then... That one's cuter, but it's not what I was experiencing. What were you experiencing? Let me hear it. Come on, try your best. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this because you need to firm your lips a little bit. I don't even know if this is it. I'm just going <laughs> to... Like that? <laughs> no, it was def- It was closer to the first sound you made, but less wet. Um. Yeah, like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, which I find really embarrassing. Um, what are your I, thoughts on farting while spooning? I try to avoid it at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> at all costs. Yeah. Like, I'll hold that shit in. That oh, that's just not good for your guts, man. That's why. It'll make your guts go nuts. Go to, when I go to sleep, my body <laughs> just goes, unleash it. <laughs> You do fart in your sleep. I know. I always have. Yeah. Except for that really brief window of time when I was super keto. Oh my god! I don't. I definitely shouldn't say it on this show. <laughs> but I sharted in my sleep the other day. No, I did. I shit my pants in my sleep. Wow. <laughs> Were you spooning? No, I was. <clears throat> did you wake up immediately? This is not the podcast for this. We, we talked about it on Sick Boy. Actually, on Stephanie Brown's episode, who's the pelvic floor physiotherapist, <laughs> I asked her if I should go see one. Um, no, I was dreaming I was taking a poo. Yeah. And then I <laughs> woke up. And then I woke up and I, and I was. I, I had, uh, but I didn't, I didn't re- realize at first. I was like, whoa, man, that was crazy. I feel like I almost shit. I better get up and go. Check. Take a poop? No, I was like, I'm oh. gonna go shit. So I just got up and went to the bathroom. And then you. And then when I was like getting ready to get up, I was like, I was suspiciously close. I better check downstairs. And then I checked my underwear, and I had a little little tiny shirt. Interesting. But here's the thing that happens to you since your colon. No, 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 no. no? It's because of the antibiotics. Oh. I'm on this antibiotic specifically. That like the pharmacist was like, this is going to make you shit your pants, basically. And I was like, <laughs> uh, dude, I'm good, thanks. But he wasn't joking. You should wear some uh, thinks. Oh, I shouldn't have said that some on the show. Thinks underwear. Yeah. Because that's the other thing I kind of wanted to talk about is um, I now have, as of today, three pairs of period underwear. I had one that I ordered from Thinks. Yeah. I got the classic ones have for they the ever heaviest days. Us? No, but I wish they would so I could have a lifetime supply. Okay. Um, and then your mom. <laughs> asked me what I wanted for Christmas and I said I'd like another pair of things because it only really like if you have one pair it's of course it's great it's better than nothing but if right. you have two like they take a long time to dry so you gotta you can wear one for, pair for like maybe eight hours they're not a tumble dry type thing well, you don't really want to tumble dry anything that you Just want to last in, a long time and also things that are getting covered in blood oh that's fine wouldn't but, that lock in the well, yeah. Anytime you heat stain? dry something, you might you might. There's no stain because they're black, but they right. it it might bake in the stink, oh, which okay. is the same reason you don't dry your yoga clothes. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, what like blood has a smell. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right. Okay. So, so I and then your mom asked me. I said I'd like another pair because I was thinking about like being on the road. <laughs> um, and how much more comfortable it would be if I could just like, okay. So here's the thing. 
I don't put things in my vagina anymore like tampons or diva cups or anything like that okay yeah. i've been using just pads i've been like wanting just to encourage like the downward flow get it out of me but the thing is this is like fine you might not notice it and then they don't absorb dampness very well pads yeah or things uh, pads okay so like if i'm sitting in the tr- the car for a couple of hours and then we get up for a restroom stop i stand up Oh, and you're just like... I go pee. It's just like And then if I try to use the same... If I just... If I don't change my pad at the same time, even if there's not that much blood in it, like even if it could hold a lot more blood... It's like putting on a a, a, a wet pair of... wet underwear. Yeah, right. It's gross. It's so gross, right? And it's wasteful. Even if you get like the organic, non-bleached cotton made with biodegradable plastic, whatever, it sucks. So anyway. Yeah. So you get these things and... I like could stand up, walk around, like move my body, sneeze a few times, and I still wouldn't feel like real like, sneezes, or you're just testing it by going ah choo. Well, what a real sneeze will make you shit your pants on those antibiotics. They'll make imagine what they'll do on your period. <laughs> okay, shit my pants sneezing. Thank it's interesting. My much. period is changing. The blood is changing. I'm noticing it's like oh yeah, really. It's changing anyway like uh like f- like a consistency and color yeah, and it seemed to be getting like brighter red oh and thinner consistency huh i would have pictured the complete opposite yeah anyway i don't know maybe maybe it's from not i don't know what what's going on but i seem to be bleeding quite consistently as my third day which is usually i just like bleed for a day and a half and then it kind of tapers off anyway i wanted to say about the thinks so I told your mom that's what I wanted for Christmas, and she was like, "Okay, great." And then a couple of she days got later, you the wrong thing. No, no, no. A couple of days later, she was like, "What about this brand?" <laughs> was, it, was it from Costco? No, they weren't from Costco. <laughs> I did the same thing. I was like, "Mom, I want a Hario um, uh, drip coffee set with like, and I, and I don't want it to be ceramic, not the shitty plastic kind." Um, and here's the specific filters. Like, it needs the V20 filter. Like all this, all this specific stuff. She's like, "Okay." Two days later, what about this brand? She, she was at Walmart. It's like, it was like some plastic thing. I was like, no, mom, I want the I real one. I don't get it. Like, it's not even necessarily that it's cheaper, <laughs> but it seems... It's just that she's out. She's out and about, and she goes, oh, I, I found the thing I that they the want. Thing. It's so... Why do parents do that all the time, my whole life? Anyway, know. but it's so sweet. So she was like, absolutely, I'll get you a pair. And then and then she was like, what about this brand? Tash says that they get really... They have really good reviews. Not... Tash has tried them and she really liked them. So I go on and I'm like, I don't know. Sure, I'll try this pair. So now I have two pairs. I have a Thinx and a Nix pair. Nix? N-I-X? K-N-I-X. K-N-I. Oh, okay. Nix. Yeah. Like the, like, yeah, like the, like the Nix, the basketball team. Right. And okay. they're like little boy shorts. And what is a Nick? A Nat? A Nick Nack? Oh, and is that is that Nick comes from Nick Knack? I don't think so. I don't know what a Nix is. Should we ask Alexa? <laughs> oh, I'm tired of fucking hearing her voice. Um. Anyway, today I got my second pair of Thinks in the mail, and I'm working my way up to four pairs. If I have four pairs, I think I can hit the road with maximum comfort. Because let me tell you something. Two nights ago, when I had my period, I woke up at around 2 a.m., with excruciating cramps, as you do, 
and I put the heating pad on. I'm trying not to take any painkillers or I'm not taking any painkillers because I want to stay hip to what's going on in my body. I'm trying to figure out like my way out of this endometriosis thing um, and out of my way, out of, out of the painful period situation. So I like to tune in every month and just like make sure I know the level of my pain, whether it's changing, etc. But I was laying there and I was thinking about this place that I'm going to in Mexico, which is like two hours drive from any sort of town or bathroom. There's like an outhouse um, or you can walk off into the desert and like bury your shit. But in the middle of the night, when you wake up with crazy cramps, which affect your colon and like, so you're bleeding and you want to shit your pants and you're in a lot of pain and I was just imagining like being in the desert, no running water, nothing to like clean yourself off with. And I was you got an ocean though, don't you? so sad. Yeah, actually there is the ocean. Actually, well, yeah, but the ocean's not clean. Mm-mm. It's very dirty. Not science. People are like, Oh, I got a cut. I'll just fucking wash it in the ocean. That's how you that's how you get staff. Is it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't go, you shouldn't be going in the ocean with open cuts, open wounds. Oh, I thought they were- Also, sharks to... will just fucking sniff you out. That's the other thing. I don't want to get eaten by sharks in the ass. middle of the night. You want to know what a nick is, babe? Yes, please. Nick. Noun. First noun, cease. Second noun, a wall of shrubberies dividing a rural area. I'm going to use that, that nicks to cease the- Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say cease? I meant crease. Oh, so Nyx is about the crease of shrubbery? Oh, it's just, it's a crease or a, oh no, wait, yeah, crease, uh, a line or mark made by folding or doubling any pliable substance, hence, yeah, so a crease, like that kind of crease. And then shrubbery? And then, or, yeah, or or it's referring to a shrubbery, a wall of shrubbery, dividing a rural area. So this is about vaginas, pubic hair, this is what the reference is to and with regards to this. Oh, underwear. yeah, right. Nick. It's got a crease. You got a crease in your shrubbery. Yeah. That's what they were going for there. Yeah. We're really Good smart. Good job, Nick. We should name more products. Um, anyway, I think those are really all... I Just, you know, for listeners who are curious about, about um, period underwear, I like both. I like things better. They're a little more expensive, but the Nicks are... They're just as absorbent, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you could try you could try both. There's lots of other brands you could try too. I'm just gonna build a collection of, of period. They're quite comfortable. Like I'd wear them. Would you wear them if you weren't on your period? I might. Um, like they're, they're not. They're not like kind of big granny panty. Ha- like no, they're like, pretty cute. Like diapers. No, here, look. I'm wearing my ones right now. I'll show you. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh weird. Weird. Yeah. Actually. I didn't. I don't think these are the ones I ordered. Oh well, I ordered ones that they have a big lacy band around the top. You've seen. You've those are your things. These are my things. Oh, and you thought those are lacy? Well, and you're just realizing these are, now. These are the second pair that I ordered, and the first ones I had got lace in them. So oh, I must okay. have ordered okay. a different. A different. Right. So they got different brands and stuff. Well, let's. Uh, you they know, have different absorbencies. Yeah, we should. Um, if this sounds like an thongs. ad, now. this kind of sounds like an ad. A thong. Yeah. How's that work? Well. Where's the thong start and end? What do you mean? Well, obviously up top, it's going to start like a thong normally would. Yeah. 
But where does it end? Where it's because it, you where it goes up your butt crack. Yeah, no, I no, 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 no. Okay, no. What I'm talking about is like I'm looking at I'm looking at um, uh, a lady's backside, and her pants are pulled down, and she's wearing Think's thong underwear. Yeah. At the top, the band that goes around the waist. Yeah. All right. From there, you've got the little whale tail shape. Yeah. All right. That's the beginning of the thong. Yeah. Goes inside the butt crack. That's the whole point of the thong, right? Yeah. The thong, the thong, thong, thong goes inside the butt crack, so you can't see it, and now you see lots of bum. Yeah. Now, inside the butt crack, when yeah. we start getting towards the perineum, yeah. Uh, most times, a thong kind of stays a little thin. No, kinda, it shouldn't. Kind of like opens up a li- opens up a little bit, opens up enough that it's going to cover your labia. Yeah. But is that enough for? your period thing like doesn't it need to be a little thicker you know what i'm saying like it tapers it's got a taper to yeah, it. yeah yeah i don't i have the same question but i think it's probably for your like lightest days or the days uh, like where you might be like, like spotting near right, the end right, okay yeah. or the beginning yeah i would say yeah yeah it's uh also little little uh little little risky Sounds like, sounds like you 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 like to live dangerously. Get the get the thong. Thanks. Well, it's interesting because they have a really thick, like, you know, it's like wearing a pad. The material right. is really thick, not through the whole underwear, but just in the area that requires protection. And um, I can't imagine what that would be like in a. It might be kind of a. You know what they should do? They should build them with vibrators on them. Oh Jesus! All right, now we're getting into a whole other thing. I guess that'd be hard to wash. Yeah. That would present some issues with washing. Turn Me On will be right back after this word from our sponsors. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's so funny. We went to a, I don't think we talked about this. We went to go see Momgasm live. Yeah. They did their first live show, first full length live show. And, um, and it was really fun. Thanks, Momgasm gals. You're great. And They're we, taking a break right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All of December. Um, they were. It was an awesome live show. Really fun. And part of it, they had uh, uh, Rochelle. Yeah. Someone from Venus Envy um, get up and basically... Venus Envy is a sex shop here in, in the city. And, uh, and introduce all these different sex toys. 
And I think she went through maybe four or five of them. And out of all of them, collectively, between like me, you, and Becca, we have them all. The only one we didn't have was the womanizer, which we have talked about extensively Mm -hmm. on the show. And I just thought that was really neat. I was like, it it was like, um, it's kind of like when you, when you, like when you don't realize that you, it's like when you're like collecting tattoos and it's like one day you look and you're like, whoa, geez, man. That's an impressive collection. I got a bunch of tattoos. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Never like it just slowly kind of like crept up. It's like that with sex toys. I was like, holy shit, man. Look at us. We got a lot of we got a lot of sex toys. And they're all like the top notch sex toys. They're all the sex toys that like if you're gonna get something, you gotta get this. Yeah. And that I is pretty that, cool. I thought that was pretty neat. That's pretty cool. You ever just look at your life like that? All the time. I, I made myself a website, writingmclean.com, and I basically used it as like a uh, like still, a CV. Do you still use it? Um, I have to update it, but I right. yeah, I will be using it. I think, I think I'm going to start writing a blog while I'm on the road and using cool. it. And I and the other thing I want to talk to you about is how to make videos, because I think I'd like to, <laughs> to have a little video subscription situation. Cool. I like to share the... Um, I want to say, I haven't named it yet, but like my technique for getting into your animal body. Like like Pippa telling us to be wolves animal body? Like theater school shit? Well, more like, hey, are you feeling rage and fury? And do you want a way to work through that that isn't like going to a therapist necessarily and talking about it? Do you want to just... Tap, tap into your inner beaver and chew down this tree? Yeah. <laughs> no, but beavers don't chew down trees in a fury. It, you're you're missing the no, point. I know. No, but they, it's, they do it's, it to... I'm, I'm talking about being productive what animal and building rageful? your home. Um, a bear? Uh, bears can be rageful. I would say... Uh, um, uh, what are they called? Those fucking things that no one fucks with. Hyenas? No, man. No, the badgers. Fucking honey, honey badgers. badgers. Yeah. Things yeah. are fucked. I literally I watched a I watched a video of a honey badger going to, going at it with a leopard the other day. Whoa. Was the leopard preying on the honey badger or yeah. was the honey oh, badger yeah. Le- preying on the leopard? Was like, Fuck man, come here. I gotta put you in my belly. And the and the badger's like, bring it, bitch. Really? Step up. Step up. Wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. It's fucking a, crazy. I like that in an animal. Um, but yeah, no, if it, I, I think that there's there's ways I was talking about this with my sister last night when she was over and, and we were talking about therapy and she's like, I think I've talked about pretty much everything I can talk about. I feel like I need to get more in touch with my body. And I was like, aha, I have been like really thinking about this a lot in terms of like yoga and the kind of movement that we teach and how it's really great for like, you know, as cultivating a certain kind of um, quality of of being but also it focuses on a little bit of like containment and holding and being with it and breathing through it which is like sometimes you just want to fucking stomp your feet and scream and beat your chest and like howl and you know there's like we got to I feel like we can process our strong emotions in a really animal way that feels so much 
more like you're welcoming those emotions as part of being a human animal. That's how I used to punch holes in walls. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Sh- I don't do that anymore. It was. It was. That was bad from health. But I used to have. I used to be really angry, and I used to just punch walls. Yeah, I remember that from El- from Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, that wall was not meant to be punched. No, I'm pretty sure that was a brick wall. Well, you put a dent in it. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah, I think I put a dent in my in my fist. Yeah, take yeah. that. That's what happens when you Aria Hotel. Go to. Don't say where it was. They'll never let us back. Um. Yeah. I wonder if they got their vanilla scented air from a beaver's butt hole. Right. Uh, you're talking about something that might or may or oh, no, no. That's we talked about that already. Last, yeah, you're yeah, right. Last yeah. Week. Um, caster sacks caster from their sacks. caster sacks. I don't know, but if they're just pumping caster sack oil through the fucking vents, uh, keep it up, Aria, because it smells so good. But I got the, these these scented sticks that from the Aria. So, yeah. so for anyone who doesn't know, the Aria Hotel is a hotel in Las Vegas. It's like an eco hotel. If you ever go to Vegas, you got to go to the Aria. Like it, I, we just love it. We've been there too many times. And um, the smell of it is like being in an orgy with yeah. all the most beautiful women, probably it's without, a very without any of like the n- typical orgy smells. Um, <laughs> um, like, orgies have a scent like hard boiled eggs. Uh, no, God, it's not. It's not a bad scent. It's just like a it's like a, it's, it's talking about am, animalistic. It's like an animal fucking scent. You right, know? armpits and crotch sweat. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, a, and a lot of spit. It. Yeah, a lot. It smells like, that's exact, it smells like... Does um, it smell like the seashore on a hot day? smells like lover's spit. Ah. Classic broken social scene song. Um, uh, no, but uh, those, so the Aria has a beautiful scent, and the scent is so beautiful and so delicious. Yeah. Because they're pumping something to the vents. Um, that they sell scented sticks that you can take home. So you can take the smell of the Aria home with you. And I have a bunch of them because bro- our brother-in-law, who also loves the Aria, Ted, bought me these sticks. But they've uh, they've kind of like lost their power. They're, well, yeah, they will. Well, in their, in, their, in their tin. In their container, they lost yeah. their power. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Oh, so. I'm sorry about that. All right, yeah. do you want to hit this brain boner? Let's do it. This brain boner. Dude, we got this fucking conference call in 10 minutes. I know. Okay, ready? All right. We're probably going to have to take a break right. because this is going to this one's going to take a long answer. I think. Well, why don't we read the brain boner and then we'll come back and answer it. Um. All right, Aaron. I'm just going to say. Wait, you're saying you're using their name? It says nothing about not using your name. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Hey team, wanted to throw a submission at you to see if I could glean some dot 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 advice question mark perspective question mark not sure what i'm looking for but i'm mainly just feeling confused and off put by my most recent dating experience and wanted to cast it into the void to see if anything bounces back i guess i met someone at a potluck just over a month ago we'd been dating up until last week when i proposed we do a check-in to talk about how is this going for you good bad you want to keep doing it etc I thought this conversation would see us both on the same page, seeing as he'd continued to ask me on dates, we'd been sleeping together, as well as hanging out platonically. 
I also want to note that we'd been sleeping together this whole time, which was fine, albeit kind of vanilla, but hey, sometimes spicy sex takes time. He also indicated that he had limited dating experience as he'd only had one long-term relationship. So I figured the slightly boring sex was something that could be worked on with time. I'd attempted to breach the what are you into convo a few times, which he kind of dodged. Anyway... This guy, who I am super into, share a lot of interests with, and think is wicked attractive, indicated during this conversation that he didn't think we were on the same page because he actually has a BBW slash gainer fetish. Do you want to elaborate for the folks at home, Jeremy? Uh, BBW is... Big uh, Beautiful Woman. Okay, Big Beautiful Woman. I think sometimes it's Big Black Woman, I think. Definitely, and I also was going to say Big Booty Woman, but... um, Oh. But I think that was just... I think I'm just, like, confusing uh, uh, an old, like, an old, like, 70s rock song. Okay. Like, some sort of, like... Big Booty Woman? Big... What's that? What's that song? It's like big fat women make the world go round or whatever. I have it's like no it's like idea. praising. I anyway. bet that I bet whoever wrote that has the same a similar fetish. Sure, sure. So okay. what's a gainer fetish though, Jeremy? Uh, gainer fetish is uh, I'm looking it up right now because I don't, I don't want it's a, it's fat fetishism. Uh, so sexually attracted to overweight or obese people due to their weight and size. Okay. Gainer leads me to believe it. It has something to do with like feeding this or like in fattening someone up. Right. Um, a variety of fat fetishism is feederism or gaining, where okay. sexual gratification is obtained not from the fat itself, but from the process of gaining or helping others gain body fat. Okay, perfect. So, um, uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. So. I'm going to repeat this. Anyway, this guy indicated during the conversation he didn't think we were on the same page because he actually has a BBW slash gainer fetish. I am 5'6", 130 pounds, and my hobbies include running, climbing, hiking, cycling. The list goes on. He told me he really liked me, thought I was attractive and a lot of fun, had really wanted things to work out, but alas, the sex wasn't as gratifying for him because of my weight. He noted that he wanted to repress and lock up his fetish, and then he has a lot of shame associated with it, which we had a lengthy conversation about re-stigma, weight gain, etc., which is why he tried to date someone who is not a BBW. For me, this whole conversation came as a shock because we'd been seeing each other often for almost five weeks. Maybe worth noting that he himself is not interested in gaining himself just for his partner. So after discussing all of this extensively, in which he apologized, confessed the depths of his fetish, and I attempted to assure him that having a fetish and exploring it is a-okay, we agreed to stay friends. However, friendship is looking pretty odd at this point because he has continued to flirt, text, and make innuendos every time we hang out. It seems as though he still has feelings. I'm absolutely not open to gaining weight for this dude's fetish but i can't really think of any other way to incorporate it into sex if we were to continue seeing each other and sex is important for me is a relationship out of the question with this guy because i don't fit the mold how can someone incorporate a bbw slash gainer fetish into a relationship with someone who is neither of those things is that possible or do i have to look towards creating better boundaries in our friendship and carrying on my merry way disclaimer 
Thankfully, I have a healthy relationship with my weight, appearance, and food. I recognize that this could have been a pretty devastating slash triggering experience for me if that were not the case. I addressed this with him and we talked about it extensively. We also talked about the fact that my body is not someone else's sexual experiment. Just saying. I am also aware that there are some potentially problematic things associated with this fetish, but not sure how to navigate slash unpack those. Well, hope you enjoyed this novel. This is definitely a different experience for me and touched on a variety of topics that I had no prior knowledge slash understanding slash awareness of. And Irregardless of the research I've tried to field on my own, it's it's been confusing, to say the least. Hope something bounces back from the void. Ooh, That's a good question. That is a question and a half. Um, what do you lot, think? There is a lot in here. What do you what do you, what's your thoughts? Well, I'm glad that that experience wasn't triggering for you. I I don't I um. I don't, yeah, I don't, you know, you don't want to be changing yourself to fit the mold of what someone else wants. Um, and, uh, and the bit about, um, there being like something maybe problematic with this fetish. I don't know. Like if everyone's consenting and everyone's into it, I mean, is I, there an issue with that? Um, t- typically, I would say, I feel like any fetish could be problematic if it's not, if it's not like practiced or, or played in, in a like mindful or safe way. You know, it's like, it's like I have a rope fetish. Okay, cool. Well, if you're not, if you don't know how to fucking tie knots and you don't know that like, you know pinching this nerve here with a rope and unbeknownst to you, you're going to like lose feeling. And then the next thing you know, you have a fucking nerve damage. Well, it's because you just, you, you didn't, you're not you're responsible you're not doing it responsibly. However, I would say that this whole like feeder gainer thing. So I, I did, I did before this, I, I read up a little bit about that world and that fetish. And like to some, it, again, when you talk about um, fetishes and stuff like like rope play, for some people it's like, oh, this isn't a sexual thing. It's it's a lifestyle thing. Uh, but then for some people it's like, no, this is like a purely sexual thing. This is how I get off. Um, this is, and I, and I hope what I'm about to say isn't taken uh, as like fat shaming or anything like that because that's not what I'm, that is not what I'm trying to do. However, I think if you're getting into like territory of a fetish that that specifically like very much can tip into the territory of being very unhealthy for your life like for your body um i think that's kind of problematic i think that i think that kind of dip, like dips into the territory of paraphilia i'm sure it is a, it's, it is a paraphilia it's got to be a paraphilia anyway it's not out of the it's out of the ordinary but I think paraphilia is I think paraphilia typically goes comes into play once it's like potentially dangerous like when there's potential harm hmm okay am I wrong about that I, I feel like that's what I what James told us when we spoke mm, to him right but okay, regardless either way if that's if that's fake news fucking let that go what I'm saying is that um, if you are, if your fetish is like, 
like being the dominant one who is making a partner eat way more calories than they should typically be taking in. Do that once in a while. Well, fuck, you know, whatever. Fun. But do if, if that's your Making thing. Making your life's you purpose make, to make someone else yeah, fat. Yeah, like that's a, that is, that's hardcore. And like that can be, that could be really, really dangerous. Yeah. Now again, I'm not, I'm not here to like yuck anybody's yum. Mm-hmm. But I am here to say that that I feel like this is something that could very well be problematic. Mm-hmm. But let's come back to our to our our writer here. She clearly is just like not up her. It's not in. Yeah, it's not, it's not her fucking bag. But she's not <coughs> like repulsed by it. Right. She's not totally turned off by it. She's like, is there a way that I can still have sex with this person and incorporate this thing into our sex life in some other way. I don't know. I, 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 yeah, maybe. I mean, again, again, what about, can you do that and do it responsibly without like, this is what you do. Fucking your body. This is where you go. You go to the circus store, you get a funhouse mirror that distorts the shape of your body and you have sex in front of it. Well, what about like, what about adding like, um, padding, padding, like fat padding to your body? You could do that. Yeah. Maybe people put themselves in vacuum sealed bags. So, I mean, did did she specify? Like, did she specify that his whole thing is like he he gets off on the idea of like of being the feeder? Like, he wants you to eat more, and that's that's where he gets off. Is well, that what she, she was didn't saying? bring up feeder. She he she said gainer. So I don't know if feeding is a part of this fantasy, but if it is, could you not still? Or is he the one that that? is he the one that wants to? No, he does not want to gain weight. He wants to gain. He wants to give the weight to somebody else. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's a role play thing. But I don't know. Maybe that's not enough for him. A lot of these things are role play things. He's only been in one serious relationship. He hasn't had a lot of partners. Yeah, he's probably never explored this in the bedroom actually before. He probably just masturbates to it. Yeah, in his own time, you know. There are probably places Mm. you can go where you where someone like you know. There are sex workers online who are like big, be- beautiful women or big booty women who are like eating food on video. Yeah. And like probably talking about like, oh, this is this is too much or whatever. I don't know. Do how, whatever those, the dirty talk do, is. Do you remember those with ones with the, the Asian women eating like tons of seafood? No. like And like octopus and shit? No. And I crabs? Was, no. I was, it's, like, it's like ASMR... That has been made to make me want to literally you, talking about like animalistic instinct. These videos make me want to kill a human, right? Because kill just... a kill an infant. That's how angry I get. <laughs> wow! I just want to take a baby and smash it. Whoa! It's, it's so. It's I have like I have misophonia because of the sound. Of it's eating. the sound. It's yeah. this. It's like my dad's eating grapes. I. Oh man, man, my my heart rate's going up right now. <laughs> just thinking about it. Yeah, or I was more thinking about the twerk, the butt twerk cake. God, I love twerking. that. I love that though. Um, sex work, but you know, so maybe there are ways for him to fulfill this fantasy that, like, he's likely, you know, in terms of having a romantic partner and a sexual partner. Sometimes those things don't have to be the same thing. Yep. Sometimes they are, but there's other 
partners on the side that help you fulfill things that are you know not that are outside of this relationship's boundaries yeah but like i don't know i'm not like i have i have experience with eating disorders so maybe this would not be a healthy thing for me i'm just trying to think of like would i be into being fed in the bedroom in in a way that's like you know i can act i can be like I can't eat that much cake or whatever it is. And like, just, you know, I can indulge in that fantasy. It's not going to change the way my body looks because I'm not going to do it every day. Well, we've heard from people on the show a number of times where they, they play out the fantasy or they, they, they um, contribute to the fetish of the person that they're with their partner, even though it doesn't do anything for them, Mm -hmm. but they know that it, that it, does a lot for their partner. Yeah. Um, but again, I got to stress the only way that like, I'm going to fucking stand by and root for you there is if everyone's consenting and it's, it's okay. And no, it's not harming anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're consenting and it's harming you, you should like fucking don't, don't do that. That's, yeah. that's not what, that's not what sex is for. Yeah. Um, so, and, and again, like this, this whole, Ugh, I don't know. The, the Maybe you can find a way to like thing. bend over so your butt looks really big and just give it like a little jiggle shake. Maybe that'll be enough. I don't know if that would be enough. No, I, I think like I, I'm a small person and I don't have a big butt, but it's it it's kind it kind of big on on my frame. Yeah. What about this? So there's another part of that question that I think is kind of important because she said, "All right, so whatever came up and we." We let it go and we just decide to be friends. But he's still flirting with her. Yeah. He's still like clearly is like She's into him. Too. And and he and he's into her. Clearly, yeah. And so um th- there there can be a relationship here where the where the fetish doesn't even like play into it. You know, like just because someone has a fetish doesn't mean that he can't doesn't mean that he's not turned on by you. Doesn't mean that he's not you know, invested in a sexual relationship. Maybe he ha- is like a little caught up in. I can't imagine being with someone who's not a a feeder or a feedy or whatever the fuck, whatever whatever it would be in his a gainer. Yeah, okay, a gainer. Um, uh, right, because he would be the feedy. I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't do, I didn't do I enough don't know. research. But yeah, I mean, I don't all know these words are, are are within that realm. I know that much. Um, but it, if. But what if, what if you guys had a, you guys had just, you know, a regular platonic sexual friendship relationship, but then you also were like his fetish agent. Yeah. You look, you, you were out there in your um, trench you, coat. Yeah. Yeah. Looking just, for. Yeah. You get on FetLife and be like, I'm trying to find a, I'm trying to find a gainer for my, for my daddy. God. Ugh. Hey, hey, don't do that. I know. That's not nice. I know. I, it's just not for me. (laughs) It's not for me. I'm trying to figure out. Okay. So something happened yesterday. I don't know if I can talk about this, but wait, do we, before you get to that, can we resolve this for our, our friend here? What do you think? I think that it seems like there's enough mutual curiosity and interest there to make something out of. Um, and you should ask yourself whether or not you would be into the role playing of that. Right. Because you're not going to be a BBW. No. That's just not going to happen. No, it's not. 
Nor but should can it. You, Nor should it. But can can you play into it in the bedroom right. where you're like, yeah, feed me, daddy, or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Um. All right. That's what I think. What do you think? Do you have any other like, I agree final with, thoughts? I agree with you there. I okay. agree with you there. And I, and I think that... And I, you know what? I also feel that... Maybe you could watch some BBW gainer porn together. Yeah. And then jerk each other off or... Because here's the other thing. I think this... Considering that you've said that this guy hasn't had a, uh, you know, like a long-term relationship, this might be really like helpful for him to figure out what what his fetish means to him and how it plays a role in his own sexual um, well-being and, and his his you know, his life. So, and if he is just turns out to be a douche, who just wants to like take your body and like make it something it's not. And at the, and, and that's the fantasy, like that's the power play. Well, don't say a douche. Hey, now hold on there, bride. I get it, but hold on. There might be somebody out there who's really turned on by being the, uh, being the other end of that. Mm hmm. And that's okay too. It's not okay for your body. It's very unhealthy. I do not condone it. But if that is the thing that makes you feel good. I'm just saying if his thing is like, I'm going to convince this fit girl. <laughs> yeah. Don't be that guy. Yeah. For sure. And and and, for the, sure. and the get off is the power that I have in convincing this fit girl. A hundred percent. That I, her body isn't beautiful. I totally, I totally agree with you there. We're not, I'm, we're on the same page. That's, I, that's a douchey thing to do. That that's is. All. Yes, that is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know this person. I can't. I don't, don't, I don't know, know his motives. We don't know any of these people that write into <laughs> us. Uh, okay, so okay, you were gonna say something though. Something happened the other night. Uh, I forget what my train of thought was. Um, oh yeah, so I've been in this like on this like uh, polarity um, kick where I'm like trying to figure out what polarity is all about, like sexual polarity. Okay. And um, elaborate there. I don't think I've heard this yet. Uh, I don't know how to talk about it in a way that doesn't sound super problematic. Okay. I then I think you definitely should bring it up. Okay. <laughs> so I got intrigued way back when when um, we watched that John Wineland video on what men want. Remember, he put this video well, out. What women want? No, his was what men want. His oh. video was what men want. Oh, okay. And the whole, we were like, oh, that's a, that's a title that we don't know if we are okay with. I thought it was what women want. No, it's what men want okay. from women. Okay, right, right, right. And anyway, so it was like kind of scandalous. Um, and then I watched it and you watched it and both of us were like, oh, it's scandalous. But also there's something about it that is like kind of enlightening, intriguing. Totally. Interesting. Um, and since I've, that only just like scratched the surface, I've still only really scratched the surface and, and kind of looked at a couple of different people, social media people that are talking about this. Um, we, we brought up the woman who does authentic sex does, is stress killing your boner? Remember that one? Is stress killing your boner? Yeah, that, that. Julia Allen. She talks about that polarity. Your boner. Um, there's, um, there's a woman in I watched a video of Los her yesterday. Angeles. Talking about uh, the, uh, magical, how to have magical anal sex. Great. How do you have magical anal sex? Well, you first of all, you have to. Have, he has to have a boner. Mm-hmm. No. Anyway, continue. 
Is it a magic wand? Uh, yeah, she's, well, she, yeah. I mean, it was basically just like, don't dive Why into anal. Why are you watching her videos? Because I follow her on Instagram. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've only ever really listened to that one uh, episode that we talked about on right. the show previously. Um, so she talks a little bit about polarity. There's a woman out of LA named Madeline Moon, who's a social media uh, personality as well and she talks about it and and she <laughs> leads workshops and stuff in it and she's she studies it she has a teacher of it as well right. and I don't know if polarity is just like an aspect of a larger thing but um, from my understanding I think it all comes from this person named um, his last name is data D- uh, his last name is data D E I D A. Oh, um, data. Okay. Hang on. I was thinking data. Like I actually just requested his book. Um, his his audio book just showed up for me, um, at the Halifax Library. So, or I have to download. I don't know. I've never listened to an audio book through the library before. David Data, and his book is called The Way of the Superior Man. What a crazy name. I know. Uh, the Way of the Superior Man, and he seems to be the originator of this conversation of masculine feminine. Okay. How to be... The Way of the Superior Man. Mm-hmm. God, that's a title. That is yeah. a, that is a title that uh, would not make... A, that would make a lot of people in the year 2019, going into 2020, feel very uncomfortable. But it's about how to be, I think, I haven't read it yet, um, about how to have live with integrity and be like... Be a great. Be also great be embracing of both of your your masculine and your feminine, and how to like it's just like, my, like yeah, like my boy uh, uh, Baldoni. Uh, right. Um, yeah. So anyway, I haven't read it yet, but uh, so this polarity thing suggests that you can you can maybe both be like alphas in a real. There's so many things that suggest it. So here's one idea: you can be both alphas. You and I are pretty much both alpha. Totally. Um. And, but it doesn't work that well in the bedroom. Right. You can't both be trying to take charge in the bedroom. Yeah. So whichever partner um, has like more ease with the masculine or more ease with the feminine, you can draw on those roles or you can incorporate certain practices in your life that encourage polarity in the bedroom. So like we get to the bedroom and maybe like I'm alpha, but I'm like, you know, I might be like, I just like do what you want with me or whatever. And that, that might be, that's me moving into my, my feminine, which is like, I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe these two different things, but what I get a little bit and what I, what I'm understanding a little bit is that the, the polarity, that tension of that, of those two things is like, pretty crucial i think for being able to find as an as like an alpha in relationship with another alpha like you like like there needs to be a relinquishing for on one side or the other of control and power and more giving and surrendering and loving and offering of the feminine right whether that's in the in a male partner or female partner or whatever, we all have these polarities within us and um, learning how to access and tap into and move from one pole to the other pole could be an extremely beneficial tool for anyone trying to figure out what's going on in their sex life. And like um, a lot of, you know, a lot of 
women are living lives where they're they're quite alpha in their lives. Yeah. Um, and maybe so this is what John Wineland, the the guy whose video we watched was saying is like, but a lot of those same people, women or men who are living their alpha everyday lives, they want to surrender in the bedroom. Right. Yeah. Right. Like CEOs that want to get pegged or or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're looking for, for someone who helps bring that out of us with more ease. Right. Um, so, okay. And so, so you're going through all that you're, you're I'm thinking just about like, this a lot. I'm thinking of it a lot. I mean, I'm not reading about it a lot. I should, I'm just kind of formulating my own thoughts on the limited knowledge I have, which we shouldn't do. And, and it's, that's problematic. Um, but yesterday yeah, or right. the other day or whenever it was, I, um, I was like a little bit drunk and I was getting my typical like sassy drunkness. Yeah. And I was like, maybe, and I was trying to provoke my partner sexually with my sassiness, Um, which was really just coming across as like brattiness. Yeah. One second. Rose. Wow, you just alphaed the fuck out of her right there. You have to be the alpha as a dog owner. Yeah, look at that. That's the thing. Um, Yeah, so... And it, it, it was interesting because I had never really considered, like I'm definitely, when I drink, I have a bit of an attitude problem. You most certainly do. And I probably just shouldn't drink anymore. But uh, in this moment, I was like, oh, maybe this is how I can get into my feminine in the bedroom is by like being, behaving in such a way, in a playful way. That encourages my alpha partner mm-hmm. to like want to spank me, right? You know, right? Because I have a little bit of heart of a hard time with that transition of going from my like alpha every day into the into, into the, the, the 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 wanting to surrender. I want to, I want to. I want to stress that I'm not like trying to change my drive or anything like that. Yeah. I want to get there, but I don't know how to do it. Right. And so sometimes it just feels like. It's just frustrating. It's like looking at a problem and not knowing how to solve it. Like, how do I get to the place where I actually can let go and surrender? She has to pee, maybe? Do you have to pee, you little thing? Go on. Go pee. Oh, fucking doing podcasts with uh, a house full of dogs is... I mean, talking about problematic. It's problematic working from home. I've never found uh, working from home to be... Some people fucking love it. Some people find it so uh, liberating and like easy. I find it to be one of the most challenging things because it's so goddamn distracting. Sorry, I missed that. What? Working from home. It's just... I find it really hard. I find it really hard because I just get distracted. I need to be in it. I'd rather be in a, in a fucking like crazy loud bar doing work and I get way more done than I would trying to sit in my in my home unless every fucking living being is out of the house yeah no animals definitely not that cat no roommates no lovers just an empty house 
Either that or a bar or a cafe full of bustling, hustling hipsters. So I have one thought about that, which is that um, what if there was no separation between your work and your life? And there isn't. For most of us, entrepreneurs, creative types, there's not. Sure, maybe yeah. there's like a place we have to go to a couple of times a week where it's our economic work. Yeah. But when you're working on your own thing, like when I work from home and I go, oh shit, I only sat on my computer for four hours today. That's not an eight hour day. But if I was in an office at an eight hour day, I still wouldn't be doing eight hours of work. So much of that would be like talking to people that I work with yeah. or like killing time on social media. I think, it's, I think it is important to to separate those two things. To have like to separate your your personal space and your workspace. Like I think that there's there's value even if you are like if your work is your life and your home is your work, like to have separate spaces or to have a a, a very like specific place that you go to make your work to get your work done. I think that's really important. Rose lay the I hear what you're saying fuck down. But like also, you're once. such a crazy. We, no. right, what are we doing? We can't do this. On your bed, lay down. Oh my god! I hate. I'm gonna put that dog down. <laughs> I. You're I, so lucky. You're so fucking cute. She's so cute, and she's so insolent. Oh my god. She's such a misbehavior. Oh my god! You know what? Oh my god. There was gonna be people to see it. She'll lay down for a second and then she just gets up and wants to fuck around with everything. And then if I if I put my hands on her to lay her down, like move her hips She'll onto the scream floor. Like you're she, beating her to death. Exactly. She's the most vocal, <laughs> dramatic princess of a dog. I'm surprised we haven't had a cops called on us yet. I know. She's like, ah, ah. <laughs> Stay. Now she's using Pigby's butt as a pillow. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't know why don't we got know. into the subject of working from home. I don't fucking after know. After my polarity conversation. I don't know either. This has been a good episode, babe. <laughs> Are we a little over the all over the map today? A little bit. I'm okay with it. Okay. All right. Um. So anyway, I'm bought. I bought you the way of a superior man for Christmas. Oh, did um, you? Is that what you got me? You better I'll read li- it. I, yeah, I'll I'll listen to that. If you actually bought me the audiobook or you bought if you bought you know what it, here's my goal you you asked me this last week I think what's my goal for 2020 Yeah reading I'm going to learn how to read Wait a second you just said if you buy me the audiobook I'll listen to it <laughs> Is that what you mean by reading Hey it's the same fucking thing dude Consuming a book Consuming a book Consuming written work I mean I would pr- preferably 2020 I would prefer to read with my eyeballs and letters but if I have to listen to it, then I'll listen to it. Should we start with small, small picture books with a sentence per page? As long as it, yeah, as long as it teaches you how to read the letters. You've always, you know what? I think that. No, I read good. I think it is good to push your skills, uh, push yourself beyond your comfort zone in terms of de- developing kind of focus than it takes to read. Well, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about trying to read up to my waist in books. I'm sorry. What? I'm, so here's the idea. I'm working towards reading my height in a in books in a, in a year. So like, so I'm going to read up to my hip for 2020. What do you mean, read to your hip? I'm training. 
Are you stacking books yeah. beside your leg? Yep. And so I'm training to read. Horizontally or vertically? Uh, uh, vertically. <laughs> so that's like four books. That's great. That's a no, great goal. What four books? What the fuck are you vertically doing? Vertically stacked. Oh, me? No, sorry. Yeah, the books are stacked vertically. What the fuck? Do that stack like this? No, 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 no. Or no, The books are laying flat. That's a lot of books, babe. I or know. it's several hefty books. I know. And so I'm trying to read my height in books. And then are you going to try to lift that pile of books with your pelvic floor or your penis? <laughs> no, <laughs> Jesus, no. <laughs> What's the point? The point is, I need to start reading, and I think it would be nice. It would be kind of cool. Um, it would be kind of cool. It's either this or run a marathon. So, and I don't really want to run a marathon. So, I think I would like to read my height in books, it before I'm dead within the span of a year. Okay. 2020 is not going to be the year, but 2020, I'm going to try to read. You're going to get at least as far as your hip to my hip to my yeah to my uh, cool. to my hip bone. That's about half. You know, babe, that's probably like a book. A month minimum. Is that a realistic goal for you? One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm just counting six books right there. Those books come up to the Dude, your lower calf muscle. That literally comes up to my ankle. Fuck. I don't. That's think a lot you, of books. I think you should try to set a reasonable goal. That's and not set a reason. It's not a very reasonable goal. Is it? no, like four books is a reasonable goal. From going from zero to four books in a year is a, actually quite a big goal. All right. How about just read? 2020, I'll read four books. Read four books. It means I got to cut out a lot of podcasts. Because that's all I do. It's all I do. Yeah. Because I just listen to podcasts. I had a conversation last night with my sister about how um, how listening to podcasts in a, an environment where there's other people around should it should be a consensual activity like everyone present should be consenting to listen to sometimes I turn sometimes voice. I turn mine off if I know what I'm listening to could be very offensive right like if I'm listening to last podcast on the left and they're talking about a brutal brutal murder mm-hmm. in great detail yeah of several people um I turn that shit off if like someone comes in the kitchen I'm just like I'm gonna pause this yeah you know Thank you. But if it's like the daily and I'm listening about, I'm trying to hear the latest about the impeachment, I'm fucking playing that loud and proud because everyone should know. Yeah. We should all know what's going on. I like house music when I'm working. And so the minute I hear just like talk radio happening while I'm trying to like think a thought, it obliterates my thinking. Yeah, I get you. You know? Uh, Let's wrap this up. I feel like we're just, we're literally just like... Like, look at us. Look at us fucking laying here. Are we laying here? <laughs> Dude, you are you are lounging so hard. <laughs> you look like you have 10 sets of nuts because your fucking legs are spread so wide <laughs> the way you're sitting. Those are my thinks. <laughs> those, those are my period panties. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, this was supposed to be an intro and we turned it into an episode, so... Um, you're welcome. Uh, these host episodes, I hope they're okay. We, you know, I hope you enjoy them. I know it's really fun for us to talk to guests and stuff, but uh, because we're winding up to time for Brian to leave, we're going to have more of these host episodes. Uh, time for just the two of us to hang out and and chit chat before we we don't see each other for forever again. And and we should note too that like um, by the time this airs, I'll actually be gone. Yeah. And you've, you've been gone for a bit. Well, I don't know. It depends on when this episode comes out. But um, 
but we're going to be in LA. Uh, this, this episode will definitely be out before January 16th, which is when we're in LA. And when we're together, we're going to do, um, we're going to record probably at least one other host episode. Yeah. And, um, We'd like to uh, we'd like to also film it and and give it out to our our Patreon subscribers as some some fun content. Maybe we'll do a, we'll do it live so you can tune in right with us. Yeah. Um. So if you're considering becoming a patron, uh, even a one dollar patron is it goes a long way, um, towards helping us achieve some of our goals as a as a podcast and getting the information to you that you want to hear and yeah. the conversations you want to hear. So, um, if you're thinking about at all like a goal for 2020 in your life, then um, maybe becoming a subscriber uh, to the the people who are creating content that you love is a uh, is a beautiful Christmas present both to them and to yourself. Hey, now, how about that? Uh, and if you want to shoot us a, a question that we can, dude, fucking dive into and ping pong back and forth for 30 minutes, uh, you can send emails to turnmeonpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, and we will offer the advice that we have, whether or not we've done the research or not, and whether or not we should be giving advice or not. Uh, it's always fun for us and fun for you, the listener. And I hope, fuck, I fucking hope it's fun for you, the person who writes in. I hope the person who wrote in today isn't like just rattled by our response because <laughs> I have no idea. It, I mean, that was one of the... My friend... That was one of the thickest emails we got. And I don't mean thick as in a lot of words. I mean thick as in layers of an onion. Mm, um, and thick as in a BBW. You know what I mean? Let us know how it goes with this fella. I really want to know the outcome. Yeah, we we do. We want to know. I want to know the outcome of most of the questions that are written in. But this one, I definitely want to fucking know the outcome. Especially if you continue to see this gentleman. Yeah. Um. All right. Well... I guess that's it for this week. Yep. Uh, That is it for this week. Until next week. Go fuck yourself. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.